as a spiritual entrepreneur, I get it. It can be challenging. It can be tough. It can take a lot of courage to go all in in business. One of those reasons is because of the primary fear of what do I do if I fail? What happens if I fail? Right? You've got this duality, this, this debate going in of your head and your heart. Your heart says, this is exciting. Going all in in business, serving the world, it feels exciting. It feels like there's a lot of growth. It feels expansive. Right? It just feels aligned. And then your mind says, what if you fail? You have people to look after. You have bills to pay. Right? You have responsibilities. What if all that falls apart? We still want to acknowledge this 3D world that we live in. So what do you do then? What do you do if you fear all of this falling apart and all these, all these things going wrong if this is not to work out? Well, this was the very fear and the very question posed in a bonus group coaching call. I did a group coaching call after the Serving Circle collaborative call that we have each week. And Anita Johnson, Anita was courageous, vulnerable, and open enough to share some of her fears, some of the insecurities and doubts coming up in the entrepreneurial journey. And what you'll find is how to really dissolve that fear and step into action in a matter of minutes. And you're going to watch that unfold and you'll learn how you can do the same. So what you're going to learn here, how to notice a few core primary patterns. One is where you're operating in business from a place of safety and a place of fear. Two, what do you do if things are falling apart and you can catch yourself trying to keep it all together? And then three, of course, how to move past that fear of failure. What do you do when you have this fear of it all falling apart despite the responsibilities, despite the money failures? What do you do then? So yes, I'll put Anita's links below. Support her, share your gratitude for her openness and her courage to share. So reach out to her, say hi. And if you want to mention in the uh, in the video below here or wherever you're tuning into this, please support her and show show your gratitude for that. But yes, it's here and in the serving circle, of course, we help elevate consciousness through spiritual business success. So if you are a spiritual entrepreneur, be sure to subscribe, support the content. And of course, I'll see you on Facebook in the serving circle where you can start collaborating with your soul tribe. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. So I think one of the things that, that resonates with me a lot, which brings up a lot within people within business, is thinking about the intention you're putting out whenever you do something or don't do something. So someone will ask me, Hey, Ty, should I do this or this? Because the question is, should I do a Facebook group? Should I do a podcast? Should I do a, you know, my marketing or sales in this way? Should this be my message? And a lot of people looking for a yes or no answer. My next question is basically always the same. My next question is always, well, where is that coming from? Right? Where is that coming from? 
So for example, let's say you want to start a Facebook group or you want to do a podcast. You want to do, you want to build something in a way that is, uh, in a way that will market your business so that you can spread your reach so that you can start to be in, in more service and, and create more impact. And as a byproduct, you know, more people sign up for your paid, paid work, you know, more clients, you can allow that momentum to build. Now, how people go about doing that is really important because how the energy you provide for it is where we're evolving to. We used to, it used to be in our expansion to use the right strategy, right? You go to a workshop, you learn the strategy, you implement the strategy and you get the results. Who's finding now that no matter what strategy you use, it comes down to a little bit more than that. And here's, here's why. When whenever we do a strategy, like for example, building a Facebook group strategy, building a podcast, building a particular Instagram platform, YouTube platform, it can work, it cannot work. You can follow the steps of this, you know, business guru. And what a lot of people are finding is, hey, it doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily work anymore. So my next question is always, where is your intent? Where's your energy when you provide when you're going after this? So let's say you want to start a Facebook group. But deep down, you feel this intent that says, I want to build a Facebook group because I want to be more seen. And I just really want to find a way to succeed or else I will feel this. Right? I really want to succeed. Because if I don't, and I go broke, or I, you know, am a failure, and people judge me and my efforts, then I'm going to feel this way. So therefore, I'm going to go about building a strategy so that I don't feel this thing. Has anyone caught themselves in that? I know I have. And it's a, it's a common pattern because this is how we grow. This is how we learn. We have certain wounds, certain traumas, certain uh, patterns within ourselves that have been developed to keep us safe, to keep us feeling as though we're enough, that says, hey, the world needs to look like this and I need to have this amount of money in the bank account and this amount of, uh, you know, Instagram followers and this amount of people who see me in this way and therefore I feel safe. So we're, really what happens when we go in and, um, and implement a strategy, I'm asking who's running the show? Is it this inner five-year-old that wants to succeed to feel safe and wants to succeed so they can feel loved, right? And feel enough? Or is it this expansive energy that says, I've got no clue why. It just feels goddamn scary slash exciting. That's the energy that your heart's guiding you towards. Your heart will always guide you towards what's unknown and your heart will always guide you towards in your expansion. It could be because there is some lessons there to learn. There's some inner healing. There's some wounds that need to be seen or there's just a crazy amount of opportunity that your mind can't see. So who knows what energy I'm talking about? The energy where you're called to something and it feels scary slash exciting. Do you know what that feels like? Awesome. That's the energy that we want to follow. I know it's a good question when Chris jumps on video just to be like, yep, yeah, it's me. <laughs> 
So that's the energy we want to follow. Now, here's, here's what's crazy. As soon as we follow that energy, do we have any expectation or attachment or assumptions as to what will happen next? If we're got, that's why the inner five-year-old's going to freak out. So let's say we have a pattern that says, I need to know everything and I need to be in control in order to feel safe. Because as a child, if I wasn't in control or something was outside my control and something happened, I felt this way. I felt insecure. I felt in danger, right? I felt unloved. I felt unseen. I felt abandoned. So therefore you develop the pattern, which was in your expansion back then. It, it was in your service back then to say, oh, when I control everything, I now feel safe and I can survive or I can feel safe or I can feel loved. This may be the very pattern coming up and freaking out when you follow this heart energy that says, hey, follow what's unknown, right? Follow what's unknown. Follow this energy that's exciting even though you don't know what's on the other side. What's gonna come up? This in a five-year-old that says, you're gonna die. You're gonna feel not enough, you're gonna be abandoned, you're gonna, you're gonna not be seen, you're gonna feel not enough. So here's what most people do. They try to implement their strategy in a way where they try and be successful from their heart while also trying to keep the five-year-old in check, meaning they're trying to take their leaps in a way that's kind of safe, where they'll try and learn a strategy from safety, right? Or they'll try and implement a strategy from safety. And I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'll follow this, I'll follow this heart's leap but I just need to have this, these things in place first. I just need to have these three ducks lined up in a row and then I'll take that leap. And what you're really doing is saying, I'll follow my heart's guidance, but I won't do it in the way my heart wants. I'll follow it in a way that my safety wants, right? I'll follow it in a way where my inner safety and my, this inner five-year-old that's scared is kind of, uh, you know, you're kind of playing by their rules. And it gives your mind the opportunity to say, yeah, I'm following my heart and I'm doing everything necessary. So why, why am I getting the results? Or why don't I feel the way I want to feel? Why don't I, why aren't I living this expansive abundance, abundant life? Which is why my first question comes into it says, where's your intent? What energy are you coming from? Cause if you're trying to follow your heart while also trying to feel safe, it doesn't work that way. Why doesn't it work that way? Because it's in your expansion to follow your heart, to follow the, the what's unknown. It's in your expansion to follow the unknown while not knowing. You're meant to not know. You're meant to have confusion. You're meant to have the doubt. You're meant to not know. That's part of the growth. So if you're trying to do it from a place of safety, you've missed the lesson, right? You've missed the growth. It's almost like saying, I want to get to the top of the mountain, but I want to become the version of me capable of getting to the top of the mountain. Right? Kira's like, I know what that is. You guys can hear about her adventures another time. 
But it's like, I want to get to the top of the mountain. I want to evolve into the version of me capable of getting there. But I want to do it in a way that's safe. So I'm going to take the escalator. And I'm going to get to the top of the mountain. I'm going to do it. I'm going to know I'm safe. And then you get to the top of the mountain and you've made, you've got the goal, but you haven't evolved into the version of you capable of climbing it. You've evolved into the version of you capable of taking the escalator. And this is kind of what the safety wants to do. The inner safety, the inner five-year-old wants to succeed so they can get the rewards of feeling enough and loved, which is all an illusion, but do it in a way that's safe. So you don't risk your deepest fear of not feeling enough and loved. From a show of hands, who here has caught themselves in that pattern? Nice, beautiful, beautiful level of awareness. So here's what we do. We have an open energy that says, whenever I have an uncomfortable emotion of fear, of insecurity, of doubt, of concern, instead of trying to make that feel better by making our world match the way they think it should be, we give ourselves permission to feel fear. We give ourselves permission to feel insecurities and doubts and worries and concerns. Hold it in your body and allow it to be there for as long as it needs to, for you to just provide love, light and awareness. So that five-year-old's finally seen. Now, anyone who's listened to the podcast or watched the YouTube, you're like, okay, I get this. You've said it a million times, but here's the thing. Your awareness will always expand the more you hear this. I know this because my awareness expands the more I say it. So I'm assuming it's the same on the receiving point of view. Now, does anyone want to jump in and share? Does anything resonate with you? I'm happy to go continue on this rant, but I want to open up. Does anyone have anything that resonates with them in terms of when this comes up for them? Avira, go for it. Um, that's beautiful. I, I love, I love what you talk about Tyson. It's, it's about knowing that, you know, there's going to be fear just because we're humans and that five-year-old wanted to stay safe and in control. And, um, but the entrepreneurial journey is not a safe one. It's, it's one of risk. And unless we're comfortable with risk, that's why the inner work is so freaking important because, mm-hmm we've got to get comfortable with risk. And um, Paylin and I are actually part of a very cool program and our mentor there talks about, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of this analogy, Tyson, where when you decide you want something, when you know that thing is yours to do, but you don't know the how, you, you, you just decide you want it. And basically when you make that decision, you're punching a hole in the universe. And then you allow the universe to come Mm -hmm. fill the hole with the how. And he tells us, don't get stuck in the how hole. Just allow the universe to fill it. And it takes a lot of faith to be in that place of not knowing and surrender and trusting. And that's what I strive for every single day. Because most of my life, I lived out of alignment. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. I, I was this 
you know, big pharma, rock star pharmaceutical rap, living out of alignment, um, you know, struggled with depression, anxiety, panic disorder, because I lived out of alignment and was able to cross over to my authentic self. And um, yeah, I feel the fear, but my faith takes over. So I, I've, I've lived so out of alignment that it feels like shit and I choose to live over here. So I've, I've trained myself. I'm going to be 60 this year. Okay. So I've been doing this a little while now. I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years, but everything you're saying is bang on. And I just wanted to add that one little piece about, you know, when you decide you punch a hole in the universe, then don't get caught in the how hole, allow the universe to fill the, the, the hole with the how. And um, yeah, I don't know, Palin, do, do you still resonate with that? I, I use that all the time. Aging, I am, but I'm, I'm still working on it. You know, today I had another episode of those feeling insecure and, and anxious. And, uh, you know, Tyson's words is really a great reminder. Um, and, and as Alvira said earlier, it, it takes a very strong faith to be in that place. Uh, and, and today, finally, I, I got it for the first time. Usually, I would try, this morning, I was trying to do something else to, to kind of distract myself from that fear and insecurity. But then eventually, in the afternoon, I realized I really need to do it. So I, instead of being just, uh, uh, or try to distract myself from the fear, I just sit down for half an hour. And I feel so much better just within five, 10 minutes, just, just be there with the anxiety and insecurity. Yeah. So Tyson was hundred percent, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I can relate to it too, because I feel like, um, I just heard, um, somebody say, um, a couple of days ago, um, how did you learn to swim? You had to jump into the water. And, and that is so true with all our endeavors, you know? And so even if you still have fear, you still have to overcome it jump into the water and give it a try you know and um that's why i totally relate to what tyson also zero said you know you just somehow like as babies we know how to swim right because we we live in liquid and then the older we get the more fearful we get so in essence it's also the other way around you go back to your kid and lose your fear because you're like kids are so fearless yeah they're like i just give it a try you know and sometimes I think it's important to go back to that point. Beautiful. I um, I want to open. I want to open up for any, if anyone has any questions around this topic. Um, if anyone has any particular challenge with applying this, if anyone has any particular questions that they're unsure about, I'd love to. I'd love to host priority to those uh, and see if we can and see what sort of clarity we can come up with. Um, does anyone want to raise their hand if they have any particular questions or any particular? Tyson, can I make a statement? Yeah, go for it. Um, one of the things that I learned, I've been a shamanic practitioner and energy healer for 45 years. And one of the things I learned is our sphincter, when it puckers, that's when this, you're actually getting messages from the universe saying, step out, don't step in, don't be fearful, step out, step beyond, because that sphincter muscle, it's like, a, um, I call it the buck pu butt puckering moment. When you feel that, that should be you tightening those muscles so that you have the ability to step out. And it's, it's actually, when you squeeze those muscles, when you're feeling fearful, it takes the fear away. 
because it, it not only will distract you, but it realizes that that's an inner voice. And why are you listening? So I don't know if people know that, but on a healing thing, try it. When you start feeling fearful, tighten up the butt cheeks, tighten up those, those muscles that we have down there. And as women, if you've had children, they sag, you need to tighten them up anyway. So you know what? I tell my clients, tighten your butt muscles up all day long. Just start squeezing them. And when you're squeezing them, it takes literally, it takes the fear out of you because it's your body working on your root chakra. And that's where we have all of our emotions. That's where we hold all of our pain. Our trauma is in our root chakra. So squeeze the butt muscles. It's scientifically proven that it will literally will take it away because you're holding that chakra in, in balance. But I just figured I'd... I'd talk about what i know nice beautiful and one of the things a lot of people are trying to do i find with this particular pattern um is when they when they take a leap or when they take when they're following their faith following their trust and things just start falling apart who's been there things just start falling apart falling to pieces whether it's your health or relationships or you know, certain, uh, certain aspects of your business finances and things like that. And the, the fear in us, the, the, that inner five-year-old can go about, can, can take action from the place of just trying to keep everything together. And it's working overtime to make sure that life matches the way it thinks it should be. And my guidance is to take a breath and whatever's there, let it fall apart. And notice what happens. There may be other fears come up. There may be insecurities come up, right? One way, one way to describe this is you're trying to keep everything together the way your mind thinks it should be for you to be okay and safe. What that really tells me is you're trying to keep everything together because you're avoiding an emotion that you will feel if it falls apart. This makes sense. The emotion that you'll feel if it falls apart. This is huge on the entrepreneurial journey because a lot of people are in business and they're, they're taking action from a place of not wanting to go broke or not wanting to fail or not wanting to look bad, not wanting to look like, you know, a failure. So people will judge you. And so doing this in a work and recognizing what is it that I'm, what is it that I'm avoiding within myself? What's an emotion that I'm avoiding within myself, whether it may be, uh, sadness, it may be guilt, it may be shame. It may be certain fears. It may be embarrassment. Humiliation is a big one, but not wanting to feel humiliated. What will you feel if everything falls apart? Anita, you wanted to, do you want to jump in and share? Yeah, I, uh, that, that question sort of came up. I was listening to your course this afternoon and I heard that, that, you know, something was going on. I sort of recognized it, but I had already been to the kitchen and made the food before I came back and realized that maybe I was eating for a different reason. 
mm. other than that. But I still couldn't quite figure out or how to get out of it. I don't, I mean, or how to feel it or even recognize it. I'm not. And then if I did recognize it, I, I didn't know what to, what to do or how to, how to, get, I, don't, I don't know how to get past it. I really want to, but. Great. I, well, what was the, what was the emotion that was coming up? Um, maybe it was fear. Um, fear that, uh, yeah, if I, you know, maybe feel, well, now that you maybe fear that if I fail, you know, I could lose, you know, I, I've stepped out to do this. I really feel like it's my calling. And then, you know, if I fail, then, you know, it's my family, my, you know, my home, my everything could fall apart type of thing. Yeah. is what I'm totally beautiful, beautiful. Like. So, so what's the emotion? So if you have fear that, oh my God, my heart's guiding me here. Now, here's what I've been explaining to a lot of clients that, that um, opens up a lot of clarity. As soon as you declare to the universe, hey, this is what I want to create. And this is what, this is the version of me I want to become. What do you think needs to happen? The sides of you that were keeping you at this level in this vibration need to leave, mm. right? They need to leave and they leave with love. Now, how do they leave? They come to yeah. your conscious awareness, they come to the surface, fears, doubts, insecurities, uncertainties, whatever's uncomfortable to be healed, to be, uh, to be seen. So I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a second, Anita, in terms of the steps there, but to recognize that when your heart guides you to create something, if it feels exciting, expansive to start that podcast, YouTube channel, Facebook group, that business, put out that offer, get these clients that you can serve all of a sudden the version of you who's kept you not achieving those things needs to come to your conscious awareness and freak out a little bit because it was here that was safe the small story is safe right it's outside the it's outside the that small story which is your expansion which is scary to that side of you it's scary to your your current pattern so recognizing that whenever your heart is, is guiding you towards your expansion, fear has to be there or some sort of uncomfortable emotion has to be there. It's part of the process. It's like if you're in a hot, this isn't how a hot air balloon works, but my clients were laughing at me, but this is how I explain it anyway. If you're in a hot air balloon, just this random example, if you're in a hot air balloon to get from here to here, you have to release some sandbags. Now I know that's not how a hot air balloon works, but in this, in this example, we'll keep it. But if you're at this level and you're hovering in order to get to a new level, a new vibration, you have to release some sandbags. Now, are the sandbags good? Are the sandbags bad? Are they evil? They're not, they're neutral. Sandbags are neutral. But the sandbags need to leave because they were keeping you here and you want to go here. If anyone's listening just on the podcast without the uh, visual effects, I'm raising my hands. I'm sure you can imagine. But Anita, when you want to create this thing like your business and then you have fears come up around, oh, my God, but, you know, if this fails, what's going to happen to me financially or with my house, with my family or whatever, these things may fall apart. 
right? Can you notice that small story that says, I'm safe here, I'm safe here. Uh, it's what's familiar and what's comfortable. Yeah. So your heart and the universe is always going to guide you to expand, to grow, to evolve, which is something that's outside your comfort zone, right? Yeah. So my question is, if that's your fear that it's all going to fall apart, what's the emotion you will feel if it does? Will it be embarrassment or humiliation or sadness or guilt? What, what, what will be, what do you think will be the primary emotion? Um, humiliation. Okay, great. Now, this is a very common one that's often unconscious. Everyone can think back throughout their life. What are some decisions you've made to not feel humiliation? Whether it be the friends you have, the things you wear, the behaviors you have on the street, the times that you haven't gone dancing on the dance floor, right? What you choose to eat, to fit in. There are so many ways that we can, as we evolve and as we grow, how we modify our behavior and actions and our decisions to avoid humiliation. It's very, very common. So here's, here's the, the healing process is say, okay, if everything falls apart, I'll feel humiliated. So rather than living my life where I'll try and build my, my dreams to avoid something within myself, I'm also being called to heal myself on the journey of building my dreams. In order to do that, you take action steps towards your dream. And when humiliation comes up or the fear of humiliation, you hold space for that side of you. Hmm. So Anita, when you feel humiliation, if you can imagine a time where you felt humiliated or you felt the emotion come up, where is it that you feel it in your body? Is it your legs, your, your torso, your solar plexus, chest, shoulders? Where is it you physically feel humiliation? Middle, middle, solar. Solar plexus? Yeah. Awesome. So everyone here can imagine what's an emotion you think you may be avoiding by building a business, by, uh, you know, trying to get clients, trying to make money, trying to look a certain way online, trying to grow your, grow your numbers. If there's any particular emotion that you're avoiding, another way of asking that is what emotion will come up if you don't achieve that thing and notice how it feels in your body notice where you feel it in your body. And then the next question I need a few is if you feel it in your solar plexus, what would you, what do you feel specifically? Does it feel heavy or empty or hot or jagged or does it moving pulsating? What is it? What is it you notice in your solar plexus? Um, it sort of feels like a, a, a solid kind of like a rock, kind of like a vibrating rock. Okay. Beautiful. So, I want you just for a moment, just to relax and breathe and allow the rock to be there and everyone listening, watching, allow that emotion to be there, allow the vibration and the energy to be there. And I'll remind you, if you can observe it, if you can feel it, if you can pay attention to it, that means you're not the emotion, right? You're the one that's observing. You're the one that's holding space for it. So Anita, rather than building your business to avoid this rock, what you're going to do is allow the rock to be there 
and focus on the physical sensations. And you might want to exaggerate them a little bit so you can pay closer attention to them. So exaggerate the sensations just a little bit and allow the rock to be heavy, as heavy as it needs to be and vibrate as much as it needs to. And trust that the divine energy of your body, of your spirit, of the universe is doing exactly what it needs to in order to heal this pattern, right? Heal these wounds and traumas. Because as you sit with it and feel it fully, if you feel it physically without resistance and without judgment, it's like turning on the candle and all of a sudden that's the trigger for the, the wax to melt. So you're no longer avoiding this feeling. You're no longer avoiding or resisting this emotion, but you're allowing it to be there and welcoming it. What you're really doing is being there for that inner five-year-old who believes that if I'm humiliated, then I'll feel not enough. I won't be safe. I'll be in danger. I won't be seen. And what you're doing when you feel it physically and you allow it to be there is you're allowing your love to go to that five-year-old. That, that five-year-old finally feels seen. And if you're taking notes, this is the note. Every pattern just needs to be seen. Every pattern just needs to be seen with unconditional love, with presence, without resistance and judgment. As soon as it is, you provide light to your darkness. Right, provide light to your darkness. And so Anita is now providing light, providing awareness, providing presence for the emotion that her mind was doing everything to avoid. And you can finally send love to that side of you that your mind was avoiding. So just continue to breathe deep. And feel this in your solar plexus. Just allow it to do whatever it needs to. What is it you notice? What is it you notice within your body, within this vibration? What do you see? What do you notice? Well, um, even though I'm kind of shivering, um, it's still feel, it feels this sense it feels kind of like it dissolved or something. It's kind of lighter mm -hmm. around it. Yeah. Now, why, why do you think that is? Uh, yeah, it's like it doesn't have to take up the space. Um, and something about what you said about being seen, I think. I wasn't seeing when this was going on, even, you know, growing up and even, you know, even as an adult, <laughs> um, when those things happen. <sighs> so it's just, I'm just shaking on the inside, yeah. but I don't feel the big giant rock as much good job well allow allow the shaking to happen like the intelligence of your body is just doing whatever it needs to um all you need to do is surrender surrender and just observe and send it love okay now i want you to notice the difference 
you could have been building your life, making your decisions and actions where it comes to your health and relationships and finances and business. You may be making those decisions, not knowing there was this side of you you're avoiding, this side of you that did not want to feel humiliated, right? So your decisions will be going through the filter of, I'll do this as long as I don't, I'm not humiliated. Mm. And if I can, if I think there's a possibility of me feeling humiliated, I'm going to procrastinate. I'm going to avoid that. Mm. Now think of how powerful it can be if you provide love for you unconditionally, even if you feel humiliated. What if you're willing to feel humiliated on this journey? Everyone on here, what if you're willing to feel embarrassment or sadness or guilt or shame? What if you love the side of you that can go broke, can look silly, can be judged, that can fail out in public? Think of how much love and presence you provide for yourself and all sides of you with that. This is why now we're reaching a level of consciousness that goes beyond strategy. Strategy is very important. Right. I still teach strategy. I teach everything with marketing and messaging and all those different things. As long as it's coming from the energy of wholeness, the energy of, of love and peace and what's, you know, what really is who and what we are to the best of our conscious ability at that time. And we can build strategies and resourcefulness and creativity and fun on top of that. So Anita, this will come back. Yeah. We heal in cycles, we heal in spirals. You can anticipate it. There may be something that triggers you, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to feel humiliated. Or something may happen where you feel humiliated on the bat and you're like, okay, here's just the next layer. Here's that, that, next, uh, that next deep layer that I'm now ready to heal, that I'm now ready to see, that life's guiding me to now be present for which is why our heart's always guiding us to what's unknown. This will not be seen and healed if we move forward with safety. Can we see how now as our heart allows us to grow and expand outside our comfort zone, it's part of the healing journey. It's part of the healing process. We're called to serve. We're called to contribute. We're called to grow and expand. And as we do that, whatever's ready to be seen will come to our conscious awareness. For you, Anita, that's embarrassment, shame, humiliation, whatever you think, whatever you fear or the side of you fears, if you are to fail. The paradox is how much more presence, value, contribution can you make to your audience, clients, family members, loved ones, if you're willing to feel this and you're willing to go on the healing journey. That's the paradox. The paradox is, oh, if I'm willing to fail and I'm willing to feel embarrassed and willing to feel shame and love all sides of me, I can now love all sides of everyone else. I can now be the example of someone who follows their heart. The difference is if you have, if you're willing to avoid and disown the embarrassed side of you, you'll unconsciously judge that in other people. So you may be trying to heal and coach them like, oh my God, I hope you don't feel humiliated. You need to do everything you can to not feel humiliated. Why? Because that's me. 
But if you love also the view unconditionally more and more, the more you love them unconditionally more and more, and you have the energy and presence that they need. They know they're safe. They know they're loved. They know they're divine. They know they're guided no matter what. Because you feel that within yourself. Wow. Wow. So what are you, what are you feeling now? I think that's really, this is really amazing. That's, that's what I want. I would, people, that's what I want. What you just said, I want them to feel that way. Wow. And that's what you are. Hmm. So what you really want is what you already are. Hmm. Wow. So here's a question. As an action or a decision moving forward, what feels most in your expansion that aligns with this energy? Is there a, is there a decision or an action that you're willing to take, willing to make moving forward now, whether it be business decision, finance decision with relationships, whatever it may be, what feels most aligned with this new truth and this vibration? Um, that, that I, you know, go out and talk to people and, you know, be visible and just have conversations with people mm -hmm. and, and let them know, I guess, let the, let them know that and offer and to be clear about it. I can be clear and straightforward. Beautiful. Yeah. And the more you're visible and getting out there and talking to people, what's the energy you want to provide for them? What's the intention or the energy that you want to be there for them around? that they are loved, they are secure, and that it's possible, they can do it. And, and they'll, they'll live the results they want. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure, and thank you for sharing. Thank you for being open and honest and, uh, and just sharing your experience. The more you share and the more you have your heart open, you're, you're doing what you can to, to heal, heal the planet. So we thank you for, for sharing and being there for us as well. Thank you. Thank you all. Pleasure. Dawn, you've got your hand raised. Yeah, I just had a question. Is it a matter of uh, trusting in our God creator source or trust? trusting and having faith in ourselves and it's probably one and the same yeah what what do you feel is what what does your intuition feel is mostly true uh i i feel like it's trusting my my higher self which is my god creator source mm -hmm. rather than my egoic self mm -hmm. it's that it's that sense of you know faith and trust and belief like I, I'm, I'm not having to rely on all these external factors. Like who's my source? Who's my supply? Not all these outside things. Mm -hmm. Comes from within. Yep. 
and your guidance from within may guide you to something external, right? We've all, we've all done, we've all been guided somewhere, whether it's a program, resource, a book, a person, a place that just feels exciting, expansive, right? So it's, our heart's always guiding us from, from internally, but it, it interacts with our external environment as well, right? And it does take trust, some guidance, some patience, and um, we, we need to be aware of when we're following our heart to that, that pattern that says, oh my God, but I'm happy, I'm willing to follow my heart as long as it pans out the way my mind thinks it should. Right, but that's not trusting. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. That's not really trusting. What's really no. trusting is the belief, hey, no matter what happens, I mean, they're gonna learn the lessons I need to learn, heal what needs to be healed, or welcome high level opportunities that my mind can't see. Yeah, like I'm always going to be okay no matter what. Mm-hmm. So just believe that. Yes, and live it, and yeah. live it, and make it. What's it? What's even more powerful than than um, than understanding it or believing it is making your decisions and actions from that place. Mm-hmm. As long as we make decisions and actions from that place, it says, "Hey, I'm divinely safe." So mm-hmm. let's move from that place. Yeah. Then that's when the universe says, "Oh, Dawn gets it." You now you're now willing to that's your now new norm all right your new norm is now i'm divinely safe divinely protected thank you my pleasure Palin, anything else you want to add yes uh thank you so much for such a powerful teaching um you know to be honest with you this is also my issue and uh, i set the goal for this year to be um you know the visibility is my word for the year and i've been trying to work on it there's quite a few uh, mental blocks there but i pushed myself anyway so i've done two podcasts so far while i you know praise myself for accepting the invitation at the same time whenever i did it I was said, oh, I wouldn't tell anybody I've done this. I wouldn't tell anybody to re- to watch the replay, you know. And just a few minutes ago, I was asking Chris if I could be um, her podcast guest. And as soon as I did it and she sent me the link for a schedule, I started thinking, oh, my God, how naive I am, how ignorant, you know, how could I be asking for that? You know, I'm not good enough, you know, it's all those things just keep coming up. Mm-hmm. And but I, I know that I have this. I make the pro, uh, progress. At least I was asking. I ask anyway. <laughs> um, but so notice know, like the I steps said. here. So notice the steps of. I put out an invitation. To say hey, Chris, want to be in your podcast? She sends you the link, and then what happens? Yeah, it's like the, the insecurity. Yeah, it comes. Right up, it comes up because it's because in order to, in order to do the podcast from a place of more wholeness, what what needs to be healed will come to the surface right mm. yeah so when you when you get that link and you go oh my god i'm not enough that's the not enoughness that we need to feel that we need to that we need to hold space for right one of the biggest things you can do in meditation you don't have to meditate two hours a day like me you don't have to yeah. do anything crazy but one thing you do is give yourself presence every day to say hey let me give myself permission to feel not enough let me give myself permission to feel sad to feel insecure to feel judged, whatever we're avoiding. And let's love that side of me. Let's lo- let's hold space for that pattern that was there for me, that kept me safe, that kept me feeling enough, that kept me feeling like I could be loved. And let's just provide love for that 
pattern. Let's provide love for that side of me. How do you think that'll be yes. for you? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the great teaching. Hey, my pleasure. Once again, it's not necessarily a teaching that I have. I, this, this flows through all of us. This flows through all of us. I'm definitely, uh, I definitely receive all of, all of your praise and appreciation. I definitely receive that, but it's a, it's a reminder that this, the truth doesn't flow through me. It also flows through you because it flows through all of us. We're all connected and we're all, we're all tapped into this, this, these patterns of growth, these patterns of healing and your heart's always guiding you. Your heart's always guiding you. Source is always guiding you. And the more you follow that with your expansion and the more you're willing to live from that place, make your decisions and actions from the deeper truths, you can apply that to your business, to your marketing, to your messaging, to your offers, to your programs, everything like that will start to, you know, you'll start to get insights and guidance for where, where, where you can guide that next. So I'm willing to wrap this up here. Does anyone have any final questions? I just want her to know that I'm about championing people. It's you're going to know the questions before I ask them. And so I do it just so that people who are not comfortable speaking publicly, that they become so comfortable. It's a conversation. It's like us talking right now. So I felt the hesitation when you put it out there. And then you said, well, I have a problem speaking publicly. You won't have a problem. Be like, we just like our old friends sitting there having a conversation. And if you think of it that way, it, it's not so fearful. There's not that uncertainty that's involved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So we have the uh, collaborative call every, every, every week, same day, same time. We've got the clubhouse uh, next following the calls. So if you guys want to jump on clubhouse, we all see you guys there. But Alvira, do you have anything you want to share? I've got your hand raised. Yeah, I just want to say this was an amazing conversation and amazing coaching, Tyson. And um, as much as you you say, you know, we all have this in us, you are a bit of a superstar in the sense that, you know, meditating two hours a day, you really inspired me to up my level of meditation. And it's really improved my life and my business. So I just want to say this is something that we can all do if we, you know, just decide. And I've been doing like not two hours like you, but I've been doing like I used to do half an hour. Now I do an hour and I notice the difference in my day. Like I'm just calmer and more grounded. And it's just such a beautiful practice, Tyson. And I, I just want to honor you for Thank inspiring you. me to do that. My pleasure. Yeah, it's not in everyone's expansion to do extended meditations, but honor you, Alvira, for having the courage to extend it. And if it feels in your expansion, definitely do that. I'm, I'm glad you're getting the benefits from it. Uh, thanks, thanks guys for being here. Uh, I'll see you guys same day, same time next week. If you want to message me and let me know some insights and some, and some takeaways from this, then I, I appreciate that, but I'll see you guys in the serving circle. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. 
So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.